Well, a good Tuesday afternoon, Saskatchewan. Jamie and I with you here on the Green Zone. I hope you are enjoying your day on this beautiful Tuesday in Saskatchewan. I was just taking a peek, as I always do before I hit the air, just so I know what the weather is out there. And I was looking at Regina, first off Regina, and I see uh, current temperature 7.3 degrees Celsius. You scroll down and you see the highest temperature today. Previously, 5.0 degrees Celsius, 1931. So, unofficially, uh, on the Environment Canada website, uh, you would say a record-breaking day uh, for uh, Saskatchewan. Saskatoon, 6.1 degrees, but the highest temperature, also in 1931, was 10 degrees in Saskatoon. So, it was a hot day back in the 30s in Saskatoon, but... In Regina, looks like, and southern parts of the province. Record-breaking temperatures. Enjoy the sunshine in Saskatchewan uh, this week. But there's a lot to get to uh, today here on the Green Zone. I cannot wait. I was a little busy today, so he couldn't come on till later on in the show. But this is your three-and-a-half-hour warning to be here at 5.35 this afternoon. Bernie Smilovich is going to join us. Weekend at Bernie's. Bernie's bloopers from back in the day. Well, he still works there at WDIV uh, Channel 4 in Detroit. If you are of a certain generation in Saskatchewan, when we started getting American television, a certain segment of Saskatchewan, of course, was getting Detroit cable. And to me, I, I, I made the comparison earlier today to somebody. He was my Jay Onright before like TSN, before TSN became like almost regular cable and you're watching Sports Center all the time. If you were just getting cable television from the United States and that was it, Bernie Smilovitz was our Jay Onright back then. He was humorous. He had fun. He showed bloopers. The Weekend at Bernie's segment, all the time. It was fantastic. He's in Detroit, still doing his thing, and he will join us to talk about, of course, the Detroit Lions. And what took place over the weekend, I can't wait to catch up with uh, Bernie Smilovitz. Here on the Green Zone, 535. Uh, Colton Flash will also be here, third of Team McEwen, uh, getting ready for the tankard. A reminder, the Green Zone... Live from the tanker, 2-6 to six on Thursday. So if you're uh, heading over to the Dutana, uh, swing on by, say hello. And we'll be uh, watching some curling on a Thursday afternoon, bringing you the Green Zone live from there. And then on Friday later in the week, uh, we will be at the Kinsman Sports Dinner. Of course, uh, Jose Bautista, Barreos, Buck Martinez, Jamie Campbell, and a lot more. Uh, for that dinner uh, in Saskatoon. Uh, but on the Green Zone that day, we'll have a bunch of guests for you in Saskatoon live this week, Thursday and Friday. But I'm, I'm going to start the show with a bit of an apology. Sometimes you get busy. Yesterday, we were talking a lot about the AFC and NFC Championship game, and it completely was out of my vision of sight. 
Because all you were caring about on Monday was, did anybody win the money, $1,600, in the Green Zone Tic-Tac 20 contest? The answer was no, again, on Saturday. No winner in the Green Zone Tic-Tac 20 contest. So the jackpot goes another $100 up. And not this Saturday. This Saturday, there's no NHL regular season games. It's All-Star Weekend. So we will announce the next contestant next Friday. And I think there's 13 games next Saturday in the NHL going into Super Bowl weekend. And if you would like your name to come out of the hat, head over to cjme.com or cKOM.com and enter your name for the Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest. But also uh, here on the Green Zone uh, today, uh, Drew and I going into the All-Star break are going to look back at the seven Canadian franchises Sort of that mid-season check-in on the team needs for the Oilers and the Canucks and the Flames. We'll do that all week long before the All-Star break. Also, uh, later in the week, we'll have some fun around the uh, NHL All-Star draft. They're doing that on Thursday. This is like the dream for anybody who had NHL franchise mode and just went free draft, like open draft, pick new teams, that's what's happening for the NHL All-Star game. I will talk about... I'm, okay, we know. Connor McDavid will go first, okay? We get that. Who will go... If It's not going to go this way where there's one person sitting there like Phil Kessel's chair of shame a few years ago, even though, you know, you got a car and there's some charity money involved. But I'll be interested to see who goes last. The Chicago Blackhawks, I was thinking, is whoever replaces Connor Bedard for the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks will not have a representative uh, at the NHL All-Star Game. Uh, they've announced some of the replacements. Kyle Connor of the Winnipeg Jets. Um, you also have a Vincent Trocek of the New York Rangers. Uh, Jesper Bratt of the New Jersey Devils as injury replacements uh, going into the NHL All-Star Game. So we'll be, I'll, I'll be interested to see who goes last on that one. But we came in with Born to Run. And we are two weeks away from CFL free agency. And last year was about the quarterbacks. You remember this, right? Bo Levi Mitchell, he was traded to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. There were some rumblings that maybe the Riders would be interested in Bo Levi. A Cody Fajardo was out of Saskatchewan. Get him out of here. He's off to Montreal. Trevor Harris was on the move. Dane Evans, because Bo Levi Mitchell signed at Hamilton, he was on the move. McLeod Bethel-Thompson was a free agent. He goes off to the USFL. It was all about quarterbacks. This year, and with news today, William Stanback, one of the best running backs in the Canadian Football League, has asked and been granted his release from the Montreal Alouettes. Here is the current roster of running backs remained unsigned in the Canadian Football League, including Jamal Morrow of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. They did re-sign Frankie Hickson. So Jamal Morrow is a free agent. A.J. Ouellette, the star running back of Toronto, free agent. Kadeem Carey, pretty darn good running back of the Calgary Stampeders, remains unsigned. Oh, you also have, uh, what's his name out of Winnipeg? 2,000 yards uh, from screen. Oh, yeah, Brady Oliveira is still a free agent right now in the Canadian Football League. You look across the board, and you have Montreal, Toronto, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, Calgary, 
I'm curious to see how much of the moving parts we see in a running back carousel. And will the riders be players on this? I look at Brady Oliveira as, uh, can he afford him to bring him to Saskatchewan? He's well-established in Winnipeg. I would be surprised if he actually left the Bombers. It seems like the Bombers re-sign everybody they want. But A.J. Ouellette, with some of the Toronto ties with Corey Mace, maybe. Kadeem Carey, running back of the Calgary Stampeders with the Mark Mueller-Corey Mace-Calgary ties, maybe. Do they bring back Jamal Morrow? Maybe. But this coming Sunday, a reminder... The CFL changed the rule that teams can negotiate with players before February 13th in free agency. They have a week starting on Sunday. Teams can contact other teams' free agents, and that was when all the rumors came that Cody's going to Montreal and Trevor Harris is coming to Saskatchewan. That was a busy week. So next week's going to be another busy week for CFL free agency. And running backs might be the number one target. This offseason. So we're a couple of days away from that. I'll be interested to see if anybody gets re-signed or more players ask for their release ahead of the negotiating window to try to get ahead of it. To be able to talk to teams before all those other running backs are able to talk to teams in the CFL. Just something to look out for. There was some Blue Jays news today. They actually made a signing. Can you imagine that? Unfortunately, it's nowhere near the name of Shohei Otani. And we weren't tracking Jets this time. But more on that coming up on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. I'm not listening when you say goodbye. I'm Jamie Nye. This is the Green Zone on a Tuesday afternoon. It's patio weather in Maple Creek right now. The hot spot in Canada, Maple Creek, Saskatchewan, coming in today. At 18.9 degrees right now. That's the reaction I was hoping for, producer Scott. That was a what? Uh, 18.9 uh, degrees in Maple Creek as we speak. The hot spot in Canada. Um, that passes, according to Environment Canada's website, they say the highest temperature was 1993, 14.1. So, Whew. Uh beat that uh, a little bit, but 18.9 degrees is being reported right now by Environment Canada or whatever they want to be known as, but I'll always call them Environment Canada um, today. So enjoy the patio beers out in uh, Maple Creek, uh, Saskatchewan. Uh, text in about, you said, can the riders afford Brady Oliveira? Why wouldn't they be able to afford Brady Oliveira? It's not that they can't don't have the cap room to do it, but to pull Brady Oliveira from Winnipeg, you're making them the highest paid running back in the Canadian Football League. Uh, Trevor Harris is getting paid top dollar, as is Zach Kalaros, quarterback of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. But you're going to have to pay more than the Bombers to bring in Brady Oliveira here. Now, AJ Ouellette will should, I would assume, come at a cheaper price than Brady Oliveira. Now, the interesting part of Brady Oliveira is he's Canadian. Ratio breaker. Do the riders have depth? Thomas Bertrand Houdon, young running back they drafted 
Every time he touched the ball, I, I liked the way he ran. He just ran straight up. I will take you on, maybe run over you. About some uh, stories here to follow with the Rough Riders heading into the negotiating window in a couple of days. Sunday, noon Eastern, 11 Saskatchewan time is when the Riders can start talking to other teams' free agents. The, the other guy I'm always thinking of who co- continues to tease CFL fans is Adarius Pickett, the star linebacker, the Toronto Argonauts, who again is tweeting out, where should I play uh, next year? Again, Corey Mace. How, can he bring any of those Toronto Argonauts over to Saskatchewan as the head coach? Mark Mueller with the Calgary Stampeders, bringing them in. Uh, we'll find out. But as I mentioned, there was some Toronto Blue Jay news today. They have made a signing. I know, Blue Jay fans, you've been texting into the show. Are the Jays just going to be pretenders and they're not going to play ball with any of these free agents? Or what is happening with the Toronto Blue Jays? Well, they did make a signing. They agreed to terms with designated hitter Justin Turner on a one-year deal. Justin Turner won a World Series with the L.A. Dodgers. You, you'll remember this story when I tell you. When they won the World Series, Justin Turner, remember that World Series? It was the COVID year. There's all the rules going on. That was the trophy presentation when Rob Manfred sounded like he was completely hammered. The L.A. Dodgers, it was just like, whoa, okay, what happened to Rob Manfred? And then on the air the next day, I came up with the conspiracy theory that when he found out Justin Turner tested positive for COVID. Remember in that game, the clinching game, they had to pull him from the roster. That's this guy, and he's a heck of a ball player. He had a pretty good year in Boston last year. He has played third base. He has played first base, but he's more of a DH now. So they have signed Justin Turner. Solid bat, good average. Definitely not Shohei Otani, but they got somebody uh, coming to Toronto with the Blue Jays. And, of course, the Blue Jays are coming to Saskatchewan this week, the Kinsman Dinner. Uh, Bautista, Torreos, you have Jamie Campbell, Buck Martinez will be there. I uh, will be there on Friday as well for the Kinsman Sports Dinner in Saskatoon. Jamie and I with the Air in the Green Zone on this Tuesday afternoon, a fantastic Tuesday afternoon in Saskatchewan. Maple Creek, the high in Canada right now at 18.9 degrees, so... As I mentioned, uh, go out, enjoy your patio beers down in the uh, southwest corner of uh, Saskatchewan today. Now, more coming up. I can't wait for 535 this afternoon to talk to Bernie Smilovitz. When I grew up in Saskatchewan, Detroit Cable was what we watched, and Bernie Smilovitz was my Jay Onright back in the day before SportsCenter and TSN became the regular viewing for Canadians. And... We're going to catch up with Bernie of just about the rise of the Detroit Lions, how's Detroit feeling, disappointing loss, and just to be able to talk to Bernie Smilovitz is going to be a career highlight for me, to be quite honest. But it's got to be a highlight for hockey card collectors on the story that's coming out of Regina over the last few days. That a family in Saskatchewan and in Regina, while cleaning out a spare room, found an entire case of 1979-80 Opeechee hockey cards. Now, that season included Wayne Gretzky's rookie card. 
And before this find, only two exist in the world that are 10-grade Wayne Gretzky rookie cards. One sold for like $4 million Canadian. Purchasing that card is Evan Bray. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but Evan Bray of the Evan Bray Show uh, joining me. I didn't know you are such a hockey card geek, Evan. I am the ultimate hockey card collector. I love it. And this story, when it got sent to me, it got sent to me by a buddy. Like, did you see this? So I click on the link, and I'm watching, and it's an, an actually a U.S. story that I'm watching online. And so they're talking, you know, in the States that this thing was found and whatever. And where did we find it? And then they show a clip of them driving, and you see the Regina sign. And yes. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, all of a sudden, I mean, I was excited beforehand, but this is this is huge. Huge. What, well, he, he calls it uh, the holy grail of hockey card collectors to find an unopened case yeah which includes what 16 boxes so yeah of 79 boxes. 80. the other thing about about back then and this this is the good old days because i collected cards back then you know there was 48 packs in a box now a lot of boxes have 24 packs or you can buy these you know the smaller ones even mm-hmm. so getting 48 packs with 10 cards per pack in a box that's 480 cards that set was 396 cards so, I mean, you had a pretty good chance buying a box that you you might not get the entire set. There'll be doubles and things in there. But, you know, the odds are you're going to get close to a set and probably at least one Gretzky rookie in the box, if not more than one. Just in the box. Yeah. So in that the, case, yeah. they're talking about upwards of 25 to 30 I know. Wayne Gretzky rookie cards. Jamie, I know. It's driving me crazy, man. I, I, <laughs> I got the website on my phone, Heritage Oxen. It, like now it's at, well, it was at one, just, just before my show today, it was at 1.325. Yeah. That's so, the last update I have yeah. now. But. And that, that's as high as I can go. I, I mean, I'm not bidding anymore. <laughs> 1.325 is, is it for Bright, me. Uh, Evans, uh, been uh, walking down the hallway, seeing if anybody else wants to go in on this. Picking uh, up by the way. Change. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody want to throw in a 50 bucks on this? <laughs> now you're, you're a hockey card collector. Yeah. So this is the big question I have on this. I already know what you're going to ask and I'm already to answer it. Would you actually open hundred percent i would i'm doing a whole segment on my show tomorrow <laughs> on this that box so first of all i would you know probably do the things that you need to do to verify that it's legitimately an unopened box like if you did you see the oh the i saw the, the video, video where yeah. they're like okay is open there a up, second thing of glue right. no this is the natural this because, glue because that's the thing with those old wax packs you have to be super careful i've seen people at card shows selling an unopened pack really what they do is carefully open it check for big cards and then put a heat sealer on it and seal it up again and you'd think it was originally sealed so you do have to be careful but this one there's no doubt about it It, it's all legitimate but i'm telling you what jamie first of all a card collector like me you it's the thrill of opening those packs hoping you're going to get that Wayne Gretzky. I would open every single box and every single pack in that really? box. Yes. And then, and you'd do it carefully. You'd probably have gloves on. You would do it carefully. And you would you would then determine, because I would keep a set for myself. You make easily make a set. You keep a set for yourself. And then you've got your pile of Wayne Gretzky rookies that... Some of them are going to be badly cut, even if they're in perfect good corner shape, right? The yep. corners are good because they haven't been opened. Some of the cuts back then were off center. 
even and that's why those two right. I said there's two perfect ones. Those are like as yeah, close as perfect a cut, perfect cut. That's right. And that get. and that's the big thing in sports cards now is you actually send the cards away to get graded. So it's not enough that you have the raw card in your hand. If you want to get the money that you think it's worth, will any of these be a ten? I think there. Well, there's a chance. It comes down to cut, right? It comes down to cut. But I will tell you, with good corners, no surface wear on them. Even if they're not a perfect ten, there's going to be high grade cards in that box that are going to be worth thousands, well, millions of dollars, millions of dollars. So here's my other question: Being the hockey card guy that Evan Bray is, yeah, wouldn't with all these now all. On the market all of a yeah, sudden. If the person opens them all, wouldn't they take the value down of all the other cards out there? I think that's a fair question. At least what it would do. What it would do. Because right now, prior to this box being found, you just said it yourself. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, PSA grade 10, mm-hmm. gets thrown on the market and people are like, that is a unicorn. You don't see those out there. And so the bidding goes up and up and up. Well, if we get five PSA 10s out of this box, they're likely not going to get the same 4 million bucks or whatever for those cards because there's more of them. Just like going to any other auction. Have you been to an auction, Jamie? No, well, I've been to auctions, yeah, but not a hockey I mean. card auction. So if you go to an auction and there's more than one of the same item, you likely won't get as much for it because if you mm. and I were going to bid against one another, you might buy one and I buy the other and we get it for a little bit cheaper price. So the other thing is, there's not a lot of people buying hockey cards in that realm of spending $4 million. As much as I joke about it, I don't think the Evan Bray show <laughs> affords me the lifestyle that I'm buying a Wayne Gretzky 10. Need a better agent. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, Evan Bray with us from the Evan Bray show. Hockey card uh, aficionado. See, I, I don't know if I'd open it. Well, I'd be worried so I'd like accidentally thing? bend the card and then what all about, of a sudden it's worth this? less. You got 16 boxes in there. Mm-hmm. Let's open a couple. Have your buddy over for a beer. <laughs> Let's rip the cellophane By buddy, off. he means me. Uh, <laughs> and like, open a couple. Invite me over. Scotty, I'll bring Scotty the scotch and, and we'll, we'll open some cards. I don't think you can drink scotch and open these packs because <laughs> you will bend the corners after a while. <laughs> This is so exciting. This is a big deal. I am going to be, regardless of who buys them, you know, this will be an interesting one to follow along. And how good is it for this family? I, I, I am well, happy. Here's my that thing. It's, Why not just keep it right now? Is it for yourself? Like just, you're just handing it over to somebody else. Well, Maybe I mean, it has more value in coming years, wouldn't it? Well, but I would imagine if you look at that, if, 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 if that happened in my house, we go into my grandfather's basement and we find a box of these cards and i say to jody this is probably worth three to five million bucks i don't think i would even see her after that she'd be running to wherever we needed to go to sell those cards that's a lot of money right and so it's one thing to have like i have wayne gretzky rookie cards in my collection but they're not tens they're not even they're not even sevens they're probably did you put them in your spokes or what are you no, doing with these no. things? I mean, you just come on, they wear and tear the card, man. Did you trade them at lunchtime? <laughs> well, yes, I did actually back in Abernethy High School. Or you Abernethy traded elementary for a Gretzky rookie card in high school? In elementary school, <laughs> probably. Do you know the person? Snickers bar and an apple for the uh, for the Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> I was trading cards like we had a teacher actually. That's how many of us got into this. Our grade three, four teacher. He was big into hockey cards, and so he started us collecting, and the next thing you know, half the town was collecting hockey cards. Was his name Mr. Turney by any chance? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Because in Lumsden Elementary School, 
Mr. Turney would send us all of a sudden down. It's like, okay, I, he'd send us for groceries. I don't know why he did this, uh, but he needed milk or something. This seems weird. And then, he, then he'd throw like $5 in there, buy some hockey cards, and then we'd open hockey cards. Like it was. Yeah. Uh, well, he, so that's where I, mean, I started I, getting hockey cards. It was Mr. Turney. I think it was grade five. Harvey Lillijord was the teacher in, in Abernethy, and he was, I mean, he absolutely was the reason why so many of us got into collecting cards. Okay, uh, another question that I, I really need to have answered. What will the gum taste like? In Terrible. These? Rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, and that would be the worst thing, is if you carefully open and up the gums the pack, up against the Gretzky the, card. Yeah, and the gum is stuck against Wayne's face. <laughs> like, that would be a no, tell me it isn't so. Oh, yeah. my goodness. This is exciting, Jamie. It, it's it a is. big deal. When I saw this, I was like, whoa, whoa, what? Yeah. In fact, I was, listening, open case? I was listening to your show yesterday because I do that. You know, I'm oh, a thank big you. fan. And I heard Drew talking about, I don't really get why these cards have value. I'm like, buddy, <laughs> give your head a shake. What do you mean you don't know why they have value? You're in the business, man. <laughs> well, they, I was... I was trying to, I'm trying to compare it. it. It's what Drew says. It's not what you're worth. It's what you negotiate. And in the hockey card business, this auction is what's the negotiation for a Wayne Gretzky hockey well, card. Well, and, you know, I mean, I think to that point is anything is, you can say it's worth whatever, but it's what will you get for it? This is one of the rare cases where what you will get for it is probably pretty close to what you think it's worth, right? It's, it's big. Well, uh, keep on trying to see if you can. Yeah, get, I'm checking get more the, co- money out the of coach people. cushions in the lounge right now. We're at one point three two million dollars. Uh, please, sir, can I have some more change? <laughs> Need to get these case of right here. hockey cards back into Saskatchewan. Oh <laughs> uh, my goodness! So how many Gretzky rookie cards are they? Oh, the OP. The, this yeah, exactly I have one. OPG, the OP because that's the other thing is you don't want a Topps Gretzky rookie. <laughs> like that is a joke. If you have a Topps, I've seen Gretzky, those ones are listen, worth like four hundred thousand dollars, aren't they, uh, buddy? Uh, tops Gretzky rookie, like the value ungraded is like, you'll be lucky to get 400 bucks for it. Like I'm talking ungraded, right? <laughs> like the tops cards of that year are not the ones you want. Opeachy, right? It's the opposite in baseball for people that collect baseball cards. The top cards, one. right? They tend to be worth more because they were, a US or, I, or I was looking at this uh, yesterday. You can get the Onus Wagner card, but you had the, the they were being sold through tobacco companies yes, way they back were. in the they, day. That's right. They came in tobacco. Could you imagine finding a case of cards with a Gordie Howe, like a case of those cards? Like you talk about Gretzky being the Holy grail. Like that Gordie well, Howe. Howie Moran's card is pretty ex- uh, expensive as well. And some of those ones, there's a few, um, there's a few Bobby Orr. Yep. But you're, you're, you know, I, I just don't think you're going to find boxes of those cases of those cards anywhere. See, I, I, I have hockey cards, and here are my two most prized possessions that are worth nothing. I have the, the card after the trade. Gretzky's in an Oiler jersey with LA Kings border around oh, yeah. it. I know it. Yeah. And then the other one I have is the tragically hip card, the Bill Barilko card that they wrote the song about. No, they're not worth anything, but they're just. <laughs> To my heart, they mean something. I have a, a Ralph Macchio card in an Islanders jersey. I don't know why, but it's Ralph Macchio wearing a New York. Every Islander fan should have one of those, too. one 877 We'd love to see it. What's your most prized card? Hockey, baseball, whatever it is. 
Uh, let us know. Uh, Evan, Thanks. can't wait for your show tomorrow. Yeah, this, this will be the topic. This is the most excited I have seen Evan yeah, Bray since big. we started working together. It's big. You know, on the show, I mean, we talk about important things. We talk about the carbon tax. We talk about you know, all cares of about the Emergency Act, all of these things that people want to weigh in on. Tomorrow, we're talking hockey cards. That's way more important, Evan. <laughs> it's big. Uh, more coming up here on the Green Zone, including this day in sports history, directly ahead on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Bridge Farm remembers. The Saskatchewan Roughbuckers are Grey Cup champions. Who's fuck everybody scores? Tie game. Have another go back. On this day in sports history, the day, the January the thirtieth, nineteen ninety-six. For the return of Magic Johnson, you can say you were there, at least via TNT, and it's appropriate that this game will come to a close with Magic Johnson and the ball, and just look at the elation on his face. Yes, Magic Johnson returns to basketball, comes out of a five-year retirement. L.A. wins 128-111 over Golden State. Uh, Magic Johnson, 19 points, 8 rebounds, and 10 assists on this day in 1996. On this day in the year 2000, uh, Super Bowl 34 at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta, and it came down to this. Warner to throw. Going deep downfield, adjusting for it is Isaac Bruce, and Isaac Bruce threads his way for a touchdown. Probably the final play of the game in regulation. Can he get in? No, he cannot. No. The Tennessee Titans a yard short on that epic Super Bowl finish as the St. Louis Rams beat Tennessee 23-16. Kurt Warner was your Super Bowl MVP on this day in the year 2000.